Yeah, yeah, what is good? You guys know the vibes, man. J Street Vibes here. Shamans, Kenny Caraway. And this is Jason Jones. And we're we going to have a little bit of a, well, it's not a therapy, therapy session for you, Jason. It's more for me. All right. I'm, I'm going well, on 14 I, I need, years. I need some therapy, too. I, I you do, because you've seen every game for the last, what, 10, 11 years? Yeah, and I can't turn them off. <laughs> you know, fans can be like, this is horrible. I'm going to turn this off and go do something else. <laughs> I still must ingest or digest every second of the game. You need a raise and because of that. <laughs> You need a raise. I still must sit through it and make sense or try to make sense of what's going on with the team on the court, off the court, in life. I don't know. <laughs> so after the Kings got eliminated yesterday um, from the playoff contention, they'll still be in the bubble for another two games. But after they got eliminated, you know, I thought it'd be a good time to just in a mini way, because I think we're going to do this on a larger scale uh, maybe in a couple of weeks or when everything is officially done, but just try to see what's next for this team and this franchise. And Jason, I'm the I'm the type of guy um, where I just kind of I, I I try to deal with what it is. You know what I'm saying? And obviously, we're not beating around the bush. A lot of people want Vladi Divac gone. A lot of people want Luke Walton gone. We we talked about it a little bit in the Rockets post game show. Um, why that isn't happening, at least for this upcoming season, at least, maybe even for the next two years. You know what I'm saying? But at least going into next year, it's Luke and Vladi, right? So then you got to figure out what, what does this team, what can they do to improve and get better? I'm, I'm with you, Jason. I felt like this experience, um, for the most part, was a good one for them. It kind of maybe hopefully opened their eyes to another level of basketball that they just weren't ready for. Um, it established what you have in De'Aaron Fox. You know what I'm saying? And I think you might even have a little bit more than you realize with De'Aaron Fox. I think you 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 noticed that um, in this bubble. Um, but for you, what do you look at this team and be like, man, this is where they can get better immediately? Uh, immediately? I don't know. I, I just think in terms of just the roster makeup, I'd like to see more t- be more toughness. I'd like to see some some you know some, some an asshole or two on the team, you know someone who just has that energy of I'm not putting up with this, and I'm gonna tell everyone on the floor I'm not putting up with it. You know I'd, I'd like to see them maybe get some more size and versatility in their front court and on the wings to make themselves more maybe more switchable defensively. But, I mean, there's just, there's contracts in this, there's, you know, roster limitations, you know, maybe the, they'll they'll move up in the lottery, who knows? They've gotten lucky in the lottery you know, a couple of times recently, yeah, but even then, yeah, but even then. <laughs> don't talk about that. Oh, yeah, see, I'm not even trying to make fun of nobody, but, you know, you know. You know and it's, don't and it's talk fun. about that. Yeah, because every time that happens, like I try to tell someone, I am not going to act like Luca's not in the league. He is. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and, and I am not gonna write they should fire Vlade every time I see Luca. Yeah. And someone said, well, you know, drafting not drafting Luca should be a fireable offense. I said, here's the problem. He didn't draft Luca and he got an extension. Right. <laughs> right. So I'm just dealing with the reality of the situation. You know, 
there's you know there's not I'm not expecting this big clean sweep because I mean like I said, if you're going to remove the coach you got to remove the man who hired the coach because he just hired a coach to me mm-hmm. there's just too much going on and I do believe that you got to give a coach a coach at least two or three years to kind of you know you just can't expect I mean taking over the Kings is not like stepping in to say what Frank Vogel stepped in I've got like LeBron James here. They just traded for AD, and I'm going to get all these guys who want to win to come play here. You step into the Kings, you step into usually a young team, a team that, you know, a culture of losing, a culture of we make mistakes, we fold under pressure, all that stuff. You're fighting now years of that, and you have to let someone at some point take some time. And if you had enough faith in Vlade last April to give him an extension and let him hire a new coach, you're almost forced or you need to. I think I don't think I shouldn't say forced. I think you need to at least try to run this thing through. And I know as much as it pains people, you need to see what you got when Marvin Bagley plays. Yeah. I mean, that's just the facts. It's it's not the it's not the the, the sexy thing to say. It's the, you know, the, you know the the cool thing to say is to get online and say fire Luke Flyer Vlade trade Bagley trade buddy. But okay, this is not NBA 2K. You just don't get to do all that. So you need to, you know, what you got to start with is, because I try to upgrade to me the depth. Everyone was all all happy about the depth last season, and I, I never bought into it. The whole, we're so deep now. It's like, mm, no, I wouldn't say all that. You know, and I think it showed. So you got you to upgrade that. And I think the players who are back have to check themselves. 100%. You know, you, know, you got to, ch- you know. Why why is it that whenever you you had this habit of stepping on the court and thinking you were way better than you actually were as a team? Like, who were you to disrespect the Charlotte Hornets and then get run by them? Or to think that you just had it made because, well, maybe you thought that the Spurs would be an easy game for you. Or, you know, who, you know, you guys ain't done nothing. To earn, you haven't earned that right. You're not that good. You know, be, you know who are you to, to think you can get away with that? And the Kings thought they could, I think, way too many times. And that's and, and to me, that's an internal thing. That's you gotta look at yourself and ask yourself, why, you know, what is it? And yeah. what am I and what am I gonna do this offseason to change that, to get better, to come back to where we don't have to talk about, you know, because everyone's talking about coaching, coaching, coaching. You know, but if the guys on the court aren't just don't know their assignments. And then you don't have anything else you can turn to on the court. People, people have to understand, when you get into playoff like level basketball, which the bubble was, that ain't the time for you to be going 10, 11 deep. You need that those eight or nine guys to do their jobs. Yeah. And if those, if those top guys aren't doing their jobs, and for me, this is, like, this is two years in a row of this. You know, I know why everyone's, you know, getting getting all jolly, so to speak, and Still all turned on by 39 wins last season. They did go 9-16 and 16 down the stretch when it mattered. So, to me, this is two years of guys, you know, it's like the furious styles. You're going to learn. You're going to learn today. You didn't learn last year. You didn't learn this year. You know, I just think, you know, people were giving them way too many props for winning 39 games. These guys, these guys, they, they like you talked about it, Jason, these guys got to look in the mirror, man. They have to look in the mirror. And I'm talking about... The guys that we know are coming back. So you got your buddies, you got your De'Aaron Fox, you got your Bogies, um, Rashawn Holmes. You know, these guys are coming back. 
they've got to look themselves in the mirror here and talk about, you know, they they trusted us to be the core of this franchise and lead this franchise to the playoffs and things of that nature. Am I doing everything that I can to make sure that I see this through? Mm-hmm. And that's something they got to be real with themselves. They got to be real with themselves. Like I, 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 I know somebody's going to, you know, and I, I talk about people being miscast, right? But this is, this is where you're cast, right? So people talk about Buddy Hill. Oh, he's not a, a, a defensive player, whatever the case may be. And I agree, but this is what you, this is it. You got paid. You, you are expected to be able to handle the basketball and chew gum. You know what I'm saying? Without turning yeah. the basketball over. You're expected to not be a turnstile on the defensive end. You know what I'm saying? If you can't get it done, then you need to move on and we'll find somebody that can. But it's not okay to just sit here and be like, well, that's just that's just not what I do. And it's not okay. It's not no. okay. You know what I'm saying? You've got to find a way to get better. And you've got to check yourself and be like, you know what? I wasn't as good as I thought I could be this year. You know what I'm saying? I I, I just wasn't. And yeah, I might've scored 18, 19 points a game or whatever the case may be, but did I impact winning, you know, for the, for this ball club? Apparently not. What can I do to impact winning for this team? You know what I'm saying? The people got to be real with themselves this summer or this fall this year. You know what I'm saying? Like they, they got to be real. They got to check themselves. Yeah. And then to me, that's a big, that's the big thing is that you got to look at yourself. I don't want to hear, like I said, like I've said before, you didn't like the previous coach, so I don't want to hear about the coach. There's something wrong with you. You know, you got to check yourself, you know, because if you've got a bunch of guys, and sometimes it's not even it's a bunch of guys, it's who the guys are who are maybe pouting or not doing their job. Or, you know, it's not even, it ain't got to be 10 guys doing it, but it can, it can be three, but they could be an influential three. Right. But you got to weed that type of stuff out, and that's on, the, that's on management. You know, mm-hmm. put you know that's on them. You know, put yourself in the you know, and and from the manager's point of view, they, they said this is like a long term thing. The big picture, they want to get better. They felt like it was it's really hard to assess Luke, given that he had so many key guys, especially early on out. You know, whether it was Marvin, then De'Aaron missed a chunk of games, so it, they didn't feel like it was fair to really assess him, but. There are going to be some holes, not just to fill with the roster, also with the coaching staff, because uh, Igor Kokosov is uh, headed. He's already headed. Went back to Turkey to uh, go coach in the you know the Euro League, Turkish League. So you're going to have to find a another lead assistant. I don't know if you want to bump one of the guys currently on the staff up, or do you look out there and see what's you know on the market in terms of maybe you want to add another veteran assistant coach you know a guy with head coaching experience you know the name uh, i've heard and people you know i've heard from people even before people were talking about it, you know kenny atkinson maybe he's still getting paid some money by the nets and you can get him in you know because some of the other guys you, you know that, that's that's got to be discussed as well you know you got to bolster the staff get some more people in there to help and you know so i don't and i'm not taking a shot at luke with that but luke is still young and i think you know having a guy who's been a head coach and a veteran head coach would be, would be a good addition just because, you know, that takes away one less that people will complain about, well, how come you did this and did that? You know what? He's got someone over there who's been through this. So maybe trust him. Maybe he knows what he's doing. So 
I mean, whether it be coaching staff, front office, maybe they need some more help. I mean, there's always rumblings that Vivek is looking for help, you know, but what well, do you, de- you know, where do you turn? They definitely do. They definitely do. And when, and I, when I said what I said, I mentioned, you know, all these players looking in the mirror, but don't get it twisted. <laughs> don't get it twisted. Every single person that is employed by the Sacramento Kings needs to look themselves in the mirror this, this offseason and find out what I need to do to get better. Whether it's De'Aaron Fox, whether it's Luke Walton, whether it's Vladi Divac, whether it's Joan in accounting. Everybody needs to say, what can I do to get better here? What well, can leave, I do to help Let's leave Joe in accounting alone, man. He probably just was at the game with popcorn. He didn't do nothing. I mean, accounting, you know, maybe, <laughs> you know, maybe they didn't get somebody's W-2s in on time and, you know, they trying to go exempt and, and it just had them flustered for, you know, for, for a game. I don't know. Good point. But good point. Who knows? Everybody needs to pull their weight around here. Simple as that. Yeah. And yeah. for the record, I, I, I love the uh, game ops guys over at the Kings. They're good. Shout out to my guy, Rasan. Uh, they're good to me. But hey, man, hey, it's, it's time to end this drought, man. Yeah, you gotta you gotta look at everything, you know. And I know I've written about it before about when it comes to the front office in Vlade, do you get more help? And it's like, yeah, Joe Dumars is an advisor, but if you look at the history with the Kings and Vlade trying to hire someone, you know, Joe's won a championship as an executive. You know, yeah, we know he drafted Darko, you know, and he'll <laughs> never live that down. So maybe him and Vlade can commiserate over over number two pick over in the overall in the draft grief they get. But you could you could honestly say Joe is more qualified to do Vlade's job than Vlade. I would say so as well. So I'm interested in what's that relationship like? You know, what are they doing? You know, going into an off season, you know, what's the what's the brain trust, so to speak? You know And this you, is the off season of all off seasons right here. Like this is to me, this is it. You know what I'm saying? You have to I don't even think a 39-win ninth seed, you know, would be sufficient like it was two years ago. I, I regardless, regardless of what you think about this team and their roster, Jason, this is playoffs or bust for a lot of people in that in that front office. Yeah, well, it's going, well, well, I think I mean not knowing obviously what's going to happen off season. Um, it's, right now, it's a bust. <laughs> there's three. I, mean, I think there's three spots where you can you can get you can get better quickly, right? You got the Marvin Bagley spot. You know, if he can stay healthy and play, you can get better quickly. You have to knock the draft out of the park. You have to hit on the draft. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. I'm not saying you got to get rookie of the year, but he needs to be a rookie team type of guy. First or second. Who can help you? Yes, you've got to knock that out of the park. And then I don't know what the money situation is looking like, but you've got to hit the free agent market. You whether that's one or two guys or whatever, it's a mid-level guy, bottom, whatever. I don't care. You have to knock that out the park. You have to make a perfect signing. And if you can hit those three, now we got action. But you have no room for error. You got no margin for error. You have Marvin has to come back and be. 18 and 10, 19 and 11, 20 and 12 or something like that. You have to hit on the rookie and you have to hit on whatever free agent that you you draft. All those are a must. And that that may be too much to ask. And they they may miss the playoffs again, but you have to hit those three. Yeah, I think you've got to and on top of that, you said you're you're young guys. I mean, 
we kind of stop calling them young guys all the time. It's not like, you know, Buddy's not 23. <laughs> Harris has been in the league a while. You know, Rashawn's not a, you know, it's, it's not it's not about young guys and it's not about signing guys to come in and mentor them anymore. You know, no, you need players, you know, and, and this is the reason why last offseason I was all for going after Kelly Oubre as a restricted free agent. Yes. I was all for it. Because I was I wanted, like, you know I wanted what? my man crazy Ubre, man. Because you know, I was like, you know what? Yeah, maybe he's not doesn't fit the quote unquote character, nice locker room guy. But I'm like, y'all need somebody who gets mad. This is like, yeah, you, know, yeah. you need some, you need somebody. So you got you got to look at all that stuff. You know, I mean, no, look at trades and whatever. But they're kind of locked into this team mm-hmm. in a lot of ways, you know, because I mean, they're almost certainly offered De'Aaron the max deal, you know, before the season. He'll accept it because. It's, a max deal, you know, you'll have Marvin, you know, you'll have Buddy, because, I mean, trying to he's, move that 25 mil, that, that twenty five mil next year for a guy that a lot of people view as a six-man. Yeah, Tr- trust know. me, I tried, Jason. I tried over the weekend. <laughs> it ain't happening. You know, <laughs> trying to, you know, try moving that guy for that amount of money, good luck. I mean, they'll probably, you know, if they don't re-sign bogeys themselves, they'll match if he gets a qualifying offer. Just because at this point they they can afford to to lose anybody right now. I don't think they want to try they want to try to keep that core together. But who knows? Maybe you should lose some of this core. I, I don't know. I was about to ask you. I I have we both you know have heard that Bogey ain't going nowhere. They'll match or whatever the case may be. And I like Bogey. Like I I I think he can play. Once again, I've talked about it before. I think he's a little miscast. I don't know if he's a starting two guard in this league. You know what I'm saying? He's probably a six man type. But I like him. I think that yeah. boy can play. And that's part of but, your problem. Your two two guards are both six men, possibly. So so that as me asking you and asking myself, do you I think you gotta seriously think about matching an offer for Bogey if he gets one. Like and, and that hurts me to say because no no knock on Buddy, but if I had to choose, I would probably try to that's this why it's so crazy. I would choose Bogey to keep over Buddy, but Buddy's not going nowhere. So you may be forced to make that decision to let Bogey walk. I think you have to at least consider possible sign and trade options. You're going to have to look at everything. I don't think it should be a guarantee that anyone's back. And that's been part of the problem they've had is that it's so, oh, he'll be definitely be back. You know, it's like, why? It's like, you know, why? Why is anyone guaranteed anything on this team? This team isn't good. It's like we've had executives at the Kings taking advice on who to keep from teams that won 28 games. <laughs> you know, really? you going to ask these guys? I'm like, that's no disrespect, but what the hell do you <laughs> You know, it's like, and think about it. Even even with last season, uh, a coach was fired. And I'm I thinking, me knowing, and I've written about the issues they had with Dave, Dave had to go. Mm. You know, Dave had to go just in terms of, you can't not get along. You can't not get along with your boss all year and expect to stay. Right. I mean, that's just you know, you know, and people tell me, well, Dave was right, but Dave was still was still not the boss. Right. So yeah, I understand why Dave had to go, but maybe just for even for appearances' sake, maybe you should have interviewed more than one person. Yeah. You yeah. know. Hundred percent, I agree. You know, with that. I mean, you know, yeah. could it have could it have hurt? You know, and I just think it, it plays into this perception that you don't know what the hell you're doing. It's like it's like you know, 
it's like why you know and I, even though i thought i felt like luke had a tough draw in la but the previous three years both teams had the exact same record to combine i believe so it wasn't like you know you know you were bringing in larry brown and to <laughs> me to me that's a very overlooked part of this this whole scenario is that luke is a young coach right it's a very it's overlooked i think too often that a lot of times, young coaches don't figure it out to their second or third job. It just is what it is. So, I mean, there's going to be, you know, and that was why last season there was so much, or last offseason, uh, kind of gesturing and positioning about who was going to be the lead assistant. You know, where they going to bring Brian Shaw over? You know, I heard that the money wasn't right for B. Shaw. They weren't mm. going to pay him. Mm. So, you know, they tried to get Ime Udoka who I thought would have been a great addition to the staff, you know, cause you know, the Kings love their uh, Spurs, you know, being like the Spurs. Spurs if, 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 if ain't the Warriors, it's Spurs, you know, it's going to be like them. And then you have those rare moments where they want to be like the damn Sixers. And oh, <laughs> oh my God, if we can just get another high pick and just fuck that up, you know, doesn't, you know, so, you know, they, you, you know, they looked at JB Bickerstaff for this staff. You know, they, they they looked around. All those guys are gone. You can't get one. You know, that's why I said you got to figure out how to bolster everything, whether it be coaching, front office. Do you need to bring some more voices in? I mean, I know Brandon Williams is public enemy number one in Sacramento because God forbid he said what was true that you know allegedly said it was true that Dave Yeager was on thin ice, which he was. You know, if they hadn't started the season the way they did, he probably would have got fired before Christmas. So, so you know, the, you know, but the thing was, Brandon was Williams was it was a dissenting voice to a degree in there. I'm, you know, I know there's it's not nice to say, but I mean, there was there's a reason why he, you know, he was there. And people say, well, it was it wasn't him. It was, you know, it's funny how things work at Sacramento. The person who's gone is usually blamed for all the fuck ups. <laughs> So now everything that went wrong now was all it was all Marvin it was all Brandon Williams' fault. Well, right. they drafted Vlad, they drafted Marvin because that's who who uh, who Brandon wanted. Last time I checked, Vladi was the man in charge of everything. Right, and, Vlad, and Vladi is also a grown ass man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He, he's not no gullible guy that you needs might a need Brian another voice Brandon in there Williams. like that. You need some dissenting voices, some people who will challenge the thinking. You know some new guys in there you could maybe yeah. you need you probably need that you know not, and not just an advisor someone with some say yeah you, so, you know it, all that man even all if that, that means changing Vlade's title and bumping him up and making you know making him just you know whatever the overseer not that's the wrong term you know oh well he can oversee basketball operations in some way i don't know what you call him but then you bring in someone to be the general i, I thought they should have made a play for troy weaver years ago mm. And okay, see, he's gone. But you know, maybe you bring in someone under him to do that. But the issue they had before was that guys they would interview felt like, why would I come in and be under someone I'm more qualified than? Mm-hmm. That's an issue. You know, so I don't. You know, maybe you find a diamond in the rough. You know, I'll throw a name out there. People may not want to think that haven't thought about. It could be a, maybe a young executive to add somebody I know, D. Brown. He's running mm-hmm. the Clippers G League team. He, you know, he's a, he's a, you know, a young executive. The Kings missed out on a guy who's in the, the Clippers and Mark Hughes. Maybe, I don't know if Mark, I don't have a friend if Mark is their GM. Maybe you try to get him, you, you got to try to do something different. You got, you got to, I mean, you, you know, this, we're at a point in terms of the years that we just can't say, well, Vlade's new with this. It's been since 2015. Yeah. 
you and know. If you're, and if you're Vladi, you're, you're looking at this situation. You should be looking at the situation as you know. You should be the ego should you should be egoless because right now you're you're about to get fired. You know, if 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 things go the way it goes. So if you want to keep your job, you know, you're gonna you're gonna have to bring in anybody that you can and that's willing to come in there and help to to get this thing on the right track. Because you, if you just sit there and be like, I'm going to do it my way and do it this way, uh, you're not going to be around too long, bro. And the thing is, long, to bro. me, for me, for them, it's not even missing the playoffs next year. It's how you miss it. If you miss it this way again, a bunch of guys, you know, you spend an entire season of guys just, oh, we just don't care about, you know, we don't care about defense. You know, they cared about defense seriously in December when De'Aaron was hurt because Luke had to change their style of play. And they cared about defense for 20 games before the uh, play stopped. Outside of that, defense was optional for them. Jason, I'm going to tell you, man. I'm, I'm going to tell you, you know, you talked to me for a whole season now. You know I'm I'm pretty patient. I'm pretty patient. If they don't make the playoffs next year, Vladi can't come back. I don't care if they miss it by one game. I, I'm not arguing that. I'm not arguing. Can't come I, back. I'm not arguing that. I'm not arguing in favor. You know, I'm not arguing that he should stay. But I, like I said, I'm just wondering with the whole money situation, what will they do? It's because people forget when uh, they wanted to fire George Carl years ago. One of the issues was, y'all going to pay George? Right. We already paying the other two coaches. We and fired. now you get into the 70 people that own the team. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, ex- exactly. And, and, so and this is, this 50 is, people this is, look at it one way, 20 people look at it another way. You know what I'm saying? So this is just then it a, becomes uh, big business. Yeah, it's, it's, it's just not a simple decision. This isn't a team where you have, you know, I, at the end, you know, Vivek is the person in charge. And it, and, and it, it, it sucks for the Kings because in so many other areas, they're so good or ahead of the curve. I mean, they were ahead of the racial justice stuff before a lot of teams were. Some of their community work, the arena, they're so, you know, they're so ahead in so many areas, but on the court, they're just piss poor. Yeah. And outside the product they put out there. they're A1. Yeah, yeah. Outside of, <laughs> outside of, if you if you never had to go to a game, oh, they're great. <laughs> you Even know. if you go to the game, like, Golden 1 is phenomenal. <laughs> yeah, but it's <laughs> The actual point, court You've got to put issue. something on the court. <laughs> That I, I mean, like I said, I've been covering this team since 2009, 10. Know how many times I've heard we overestimated. We we didn't put the effort forward. We got to stop giving up straight line drives. We got to take pride in our defense. You know, I've I'm, I'm, I've heard that so many times. It's I'm sick of it. I'm ain't sick nobody, of it. Ain't nobody trying and, to hear that no more. No you know, more. it's like we'll do something about it. Right, ain't nobody you know, trying to hear that. And no, I've seen, and I've seen, more. I've seen the parade of veterans come in, and look at me and talk to me and say, "Why has it been this way?" And then within a year or two, they're like, "I give up too. It's never going to change around here." Mm. You know, I've I've seen, you know, I, I can I can text them right now. <laughs> Whenever something happens with the Kings, I get a message. Some shit never changes, huh? Mm. You know, you know, and another book. Well, I think Demarcus tweets the last week about. Who's gonna blame? I forgot exactly what the tweet was. But who's, all, yeah. who's the scapegoat now? Yeah, who's the scapegoat now? I guess, and I said at the time, y'all blamed that. You all blamed every problem on the, on him. You know, so I said he he's been gone since 2010 and Jason, or 2017, 2017. He's been gone. This is the crazy thing about this. This span, I know Vadi and Luke are the guys right now, but this spans multiple ownership. <laughs> This spans multiple GMs. 
like you said on the other podcast, been hearing the same stuff since Paul Westfall. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like multiple players. I don't know what the deal is, man. And I can say, and, and just from my outside looking in, to me, in both cases, there were two turning points. Firing a coach you didn't need to fire. Mm. 2006, you got rid of Rick Adelman. You didn't mm. need to get rid of Rick Adelman. You got rid of Rick Adelman, aimed into the playoffs since. 2014, you fired Michael Malone for, for no damn no reason. reason. No damn reason. And like I said, that was the one time in my whole time covering the team where I felt it felt like things were changing. Like within it felt it felt different. Yeah. You know, and now we're back to the same old, well, hey, you know, and, you know, maybe I'll look at the tape, you know, shout out to Luke for saying <laughs> the tape. I don't, I, I don't know what people want Luke to say after every game, you know, because if Luke were to go off on him, they're like, oh, he's just talking. They don't mean nothing. But, right, right. look, you know, it's. I don't, you know, I don't know what people want to say. I've talked to a few of their former coaches who are going to be head guys or assistant coaches. They all say the same thing. Shit, they'll never change today. Fix everything from the top to the bottom. It'll never change. It'll never change. And it just is what it is, you know. Because even this season, you start off by, you know, not giving a qualifying offer to Harry Giles. Mm. And I get you were pissed at how he treated the summer. They felt like he didn't take it. I get you were pissed. But you screwed yourself in the process to move a point. That was just dumb. That was just dumb. There's you no know other way around it. Yeah, and you know what? Maybe he goes somewhere and he flops. Who knows? But why do you draft a guy, redshirt him for a year, put all that time in him, and only get two years in the court out of him? Why? And you wonder why Dave Yeager was mad, because you could have took Kyle Kuzma in that spot. Right. Yeah. You passed on Kuzma twice. Yeah. Or if you just kept that pick, you could have took that Collins. I think Donovan. I don't know if Donovan, Donovan Mitchell was. Yeah, he was available. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. you know, so you did all that to eventually turn those that pick into what? Nothing. Absolutely you, nothing. You know, so you're going to trade from ten from down from ten to fifteen and twenty. You 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 move Justin uh, Jackson to get Harrison. You know, and then you're going to lose Harry for absolutely nothing. So this. Quite possibly may have been the most depressing J Street Vibes episode of all time. Really, it just it just really is. Just maybe the most depressing. I, I'll I'll give a positive. I'll give a positive, something that I am looking forward to. And I don't want to put too much on this young man, but I want to see what Daquan Jeffries does next year. I would give I would give Daquan every opportunity to be a major part of this rotation next year. Can't hurt. Can he be? Can't be any worse. Thank you. Thank you. I mean, to me, somebody you got, who you, looks you, like he gives a damn when he yeah. goes out there, and he actually produces. You got to look at all. You got to look at everything. You got to look at you know. You got to look at that. You got to look at everything. I think there's not to me. There's nothing off the table. You know. I know. I hear what they say about you know. We got to learn. You got to learn. Then you got to get you know. But except for that core group of guys they're they're they're, they're all Learning in on it's over man this is <laughs> two years is over of, it's time to play and win yeah you know this is you know like i said i wasn't all in on the whole 39 wins i thought they were doing way too much for it i'm like it still ain't good you just want some more games it's still not good you know but hey people told me i was a hater i thought they would win i thought they would win in 82 games season 35 games I had him at 35. And right now they're at what, 29 wins, 
41 losses. So I wasn't too far off. I wasn't too far off. Fox missed, what, 25-plus games. Bagley didn't play all year. And I, I don't want to – everybody should know me at this point that has listened. And if you don't, I'll remind you, I ain't really about no excuses. I'm about going out there and getting shit done on the basketball court. But um, you said it on another podcast. I mean, that's your, that's your core. Yeah. And you hey, didn't hey, have hey. two two fourths. Is that really a fraction? Two fourths? Yeah, two fourths half. of your half. two half half. Yeah, let's no, you, go. You, you didn't, let's yeah, go that two fourths. I can never half. get fractions right <laughs> in, in high school. So yeah, don't don't mind me. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't have half of of your uh, of your core for pretty much the majority of the season. So I I really think their record would be better. And then you look at. Like, you compare situations. Um, people talk about Memphis. When Jaron Jackson wasn't there, Memphis struggled mightily. You know what I'm saying? When he was there, they were good. Now, I'm not I, – I think Marvin Bagley's better than Jaron Jackson, but I don't know. Jaron Jackson's a bad boy. He can yeah. play. No shade. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I, don't, I can't say Marvin would have done exactly what uh, Jaron did, but I'm just saying, you know, if he's there and, and playing with Fox – that's that's better than what you had before. Yeah, we just really have no idea how it would have gone. That's the problem. We have we have no way of ever knowing because well, it didn't happen. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's a, there's a you know, I mean there's a lot of the, the the bubble has given us at least for Kings fans a lot to think about. You know, all the people who were so on this, this you know the young core, the young core, the young core. I think this from an LA person. What did the young core get the people in LA? We better get these boys out of here and get us a real damn player. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the young core, the young core. You know, you know, what you call it, you know. Well, I forget what comedian said it, man. Fuck them kids. <laughs> you better get you some damn players. <laughs> the hell, you know, you know how many coaches and GMs get fired off of potential? Get you a damn player. Get some players. Yeah. You know, if, if them kids ain't players, you need to get rid of them kids. And I think next year we need to find out, are these kids? I said, well, probably, unfortunately for the King, they've already paid Buddy like he is a player. So they're they're married to Buddy. Married. But, Walking you know, but you know, you know, is Marvin Bagley a player? We got to find out next year. But I, part of me believes that they may feel almost like because of the whole Luca thing, we got to almost – Keep him the, so that we don't look bad. But it's yeah, like, you don't worry. Through. Don't worry about that. You already look bad. Don't worry about that. You know, if you got to move somebody to make something, you got there has to be some type of shakeup to that to this organization to that shows everyone that they mean business. And I think that that's not just the coach because the one thing we've learned over the last five years or so was that the Kings players probably have way too much damn power. Mm-hmm. The players have way too much power. You know, I don't want to hear guys who won because they won 39 games. Ooh, they can go get a coach fire. Even if that coach was going to get fired. Yeah, even if that coach was going to get fired anyway. I don't need to hear about no 39-win team unhappy or a team with a you know, 40% winning percentage is unhappy about something. I don't care. I ain't happy. No, it's it's time, you know. Like I said, after the the not this game, the pre, uh, what game was it? Were they Brooklyn game? I think it was where Harrison was like, "Yeah, you know, it's on the vets." You know, it's on. I mean, yeah, it may be on the vets, but it's on everybody. It's on everybody. You know, it ain't. If Harrison Barnes got to make you play play to your capability, if he got to make you, it ain't in you. 
Mm-hmm. You know what? Go ahead and sell on that dude. You know, you know, get rid of him while you can. If you got a guy blaming Harrison Barnes for not showing up, <laughs> well, Harrison didn't. Harrison didn't tell me he was going to be tough. <laughs> so Corey didn't tell me he was going to be tough out there. I didn't know what to do. Okay, hey, get out of here. The, the motto from here on out. No excuses, man. You heard it here first. Like, and, and people that listen and they see me on Twitter and they think I'll be giving the passes and maybe I do sometimes or whatever. You guys know I'm lenient with it. From here on out, ain't no excuses from nobody. From nobody. Not from no players. Not from no coaches. Not from no GMs. No excuses. It's time to put up or shut up, Jason. It's time. Yeah, I don't want can. no more nice guys, man. You know what I'm saying? Like Pac said, I need a thug in my life. All right. They need about three of them. I mean, (laughs) just, you know, I would just love to know that losing bothered them and not and not and not losing because you lost and didn't get your numbers. Like, I mean, being around them, like I said, I I think I know it bothers Rashawn. You know, it, it bothers the hell out of Bogey. He hates this shit. He hates it. I mean, he's like, all I know how to do is play winning basketball, and this is not it. This is not it. I feel like De'Aaron is on that group, too. Yeah. De'Aaron's, yeah. But De'Aaron's a different cat. You know what I'm saying? De'Aaron is, he's not demonstrative like that. You but know I, know what, I, I know what, I know, I know what it bothers, bothers him. I know what bothers him. You know, him. you're not going to see it. You know, he's not going to, yeah. you're not going to show it like that. Yeah, but I know it bothers him. And, you yeah, know, for sure. You know, I think it, may, it maybe bothers guys in different ways. But you know what? At the end of the day, even if it yeah, it, it needs to bother you, and maybe you just need some better players. Maybe no, maybe people shouldn't people shouldn't run out and blow. I mean, this is funny. The people who all say Vlade got to go were on their knees for Vlade after this wonderful offseason he had. And, oh, my God, we went out and got Dwayne Dedman, and we did <laughs> this, and we got – I said – Y'all was all over Vlade not that long ago, you know, uh-huh. and you know, and I like Vlade. Vlade's a cool dude, but I've been critical of him. I've I've told him, I've told him to his face and stuff. Like I don't can't believe you did that. Yeah, like I can't believe you did that. You know, I've even asked him, "Are you sure you don't regret drafting Luca?" He says, "No." Mm. I'm like, I'm like, how do you know? I mean, I get it too. You can't say that, you know, right. and then. Marvin, you know, you know, you know, because Marvin's still there. Marvin's done nothing wrong, except you know, he, you know, he's done nothing wrong. So I get it, but it's like I don't know how Vladi, I don't know how Vladi watches highlights of Luca. I, uh, it's 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 tough, and like I said, from somebody who says that Vladi should not be fired right now, I don't think he should be. I mean, if you want to, if you want to talk about where the blame would go, it has to go with him because. The, the, we talk about the roster. These are players that he brought in. He brought in some good players too. Brought in some tough players. And like I said, in this bubble, you know, when you're, you know, getting bounced, your two toughest guys weren't there, right? Bays and uh, and Holmes, and they really weren't there in the Nets game either, to be honest with you. But it, it's it's not enough. You don't have enough. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So you've you got, got to go you know, out. It's your job you got to go one out or two. and find the guys. You need five. Like look at the team they were playing today. You know, Robert Covington, nasty. PJ Tucker, a guy they did try to sign, by the way, when he was afraid. They did try to get PJ. So I mean, I think they know what they need. It's just that because you can't bank on signing those guys, you it, the draft becomes so much more imperative for the Kings. Can't miss. Because, the, you know, and they got too many draft picks. I mean, I know we're probably going on and on, but they got too many draft picks and they ain't did shit. 
They got three. They got three spots this offseason, Jason. Three spots. Marvin, your draft pick, and a free agent. They all have to be A plus. Yeah, that's the no, no more. No more. We signed Dwayne Dedman, and then in training camp we go, uh oh, we messed up. <laughs> You know, no. no, no more of that. Just because I mean, you can't afford that anymore. I mean, like I said, and they can't afford to miss in the draft. And even, and even with second round picks, you could, you know, people could look at them and go, you know, maybe some of the guys they could have took last year they didn't take. I mean, they they just they, you know, you, I mean, at least give can't people. Miss. Yeah, you can't, you can't miss. You know, and if you can't find the guy, maybe you got to package that pick with a player to get a player. Mm-hmm. Maybe you got to package that pick and trade down and build up your depth. And maybe it's not about getting a superstar, but maybe it's about, I mean, I'm not, I'm not proposing this or this player, but maybe you take that pick and package it with someone and you, t- and you move down to get a solid vet to a, maybe you trade down and get a KCP. Not that I'm, not, I'm not saying they should go with KCP, but I'm talking about just in terms of, a veteran, you know, you, you, you gotta, you gotta bulk up this roster. It reminds me of the conversation I had with George Carl earlier, you know, during the, during this pandemic, you've got to make moves to bolster up your roster. You know, to, you know, if you look at the rotation, do you have eight to 10 legitimate high level NBA players in your rotation? If not, you've got to stop trying to get younger, which, which, which the, the front office has said, they don't want to get younger. They don't want more kids. You know, but hey, if that pick is in the top three, maybe you got to, you know, or top five, maybe you got to dangle it out there and see, can you get something, get an impact guy back? I don't know who's out there, you know, who you could get. I don't know who you get, but, you know, maybe there's some, some, some impact guy who's disgruntled that we don't know about, you know, or, you know, and I, you know, I don't know what you do, but you got to do something. You, you can't just, you can't, they can't afford it to sit around and be cool with this. No. Not at all. Not at all, Jason. So, like I said, you've, you've depressed the hell out of me for the last 40 minutes. You well, know I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Well, how do you no. think I feel? I had to, <laughs> I had to, I had to watch this stuff. How many years, you know, you know, I'm like, you know, you know how many times I had to have a drink after watching this team? Oh, man. Poor Jason. Poor Jason's liver. Yeah, I have a bottle of wine I said I was going to open when they made the playoffs. So, that cork is staying in until at least sometime 2021 probably you want to talk about aging like fine wine literally <laughs> that, that wine is aging that wine is aging that wine quite is looking, all right that wine is looking at me like why won't you drink me it's like it's like it's like will smith up on the uh why don't you why you don't want me my wine is like why don't you want me why won't you drink me it's like cause i'm waiting on them to make the playoffs <laughs> You know, but hey, but, oh, you know, at least, at least we got some entertainment. You know, at least we got Dan and, and Paul man. George. You know, the, you know, the league is going down, man. We, yeah. we, we next next uh, show. I think the Kings will have one game left in the bubble. Well, we might just we'll talk about the Kings for like five minutes and just get into the bubble at that point. Get ready for the playoffs. Yeah, so. got to get into Kyle Lowry telling Aaron Gordon <laughs> where his room number is. <laughs> got to get into Dame and Pat Bev. That, 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 and, Pat Bev, that was funny. That was Paul George. Man. That maybe was even, stuff. Maybe even getting KD swinging down on Twitter arguing with people we'd never heard of. <laughs> That's then, what he do. Then following people and liking the girls' picks to make them mad. <laughs> 
I mean, yeah, I mean, there, there, I mean, and I don't oh, think man. I don't know if he's even in the bubble, but that's that that's great bubble fodder, you know. Yeah, we really got to dive. That's what we're doing next episode. Yeah, we got we got to join us. We will dive into the bob into the bubble, man, because the yeah, bubble's because lit. just like the NBA in general is always lit, man. I love yeah, the it, Kings man. ain't lit. The Kings got lit up, but they, they ain't, ain't lit. They ain't lit. Hell no, they ain't lit. So we'll see what's going on, man. Shout out to Be Heard. Shout out to my man Damian Barling. Shout out to the producer Big Rob. Um, and then shout out to uh, our, our other producer, Macy, for the other night, stepping in, doing what she do. Shout out to her. Yeah. So you Don't know, forget we, to go check out the webs. You know, I put it on my hey, Instagram we store. Merch. We got merch. You know, we got we the got merch. The, go cop that. Yeah, we got. Yeah, you go ahead and get that. You know, we will do our best to keep y'all entertained in a non-entertaining situation. <laughs> we got the lottery in, what, no, about two weeks, the lottery is going to be uh, here. Oh, yeah. NBAgiraffe.net is about to be in my favorites again. Let's yeah. go. And, you know, I will say this, though, too. Lucky for me, I don't have to go to the Combine this year because I swear to people the Combine, they're like, oh, you know where everything is. You're here every year. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're back, Jason. Oh, yeah, you know where to go. Jason is a Combine veteran. They're like, yeah, you've been at the Combine every year for how long? It's like people come He's to the Combine the and ask. Carter of the NBA Combine. <laughs> they come to the Combine and ask me. They're like, so where do I go? Like other writers are like, where do I go? Like, we know you've been here forever. I'm like, yeah, I kind of know the combine. The Robert Parrish of the NBA combine. Yeah, I'm like, I'm, I'm just holding <laughs> on. It's like, if they ever move the combine, I'll be lost. Because I'm like, I've been coming to this thing forever. So, yeah, we can, we can start moving to the lottery, free agency, you know. You know, we can look at the tape. We should have a look, look at the, at the tape. tape. Sec- have yeah, a look at the look tape, tape segment, you know. Definitely. You know, we're going to be like, well, what would Luke see in this situation? Mm, that's a good, That's a good one right there. Yeah, we we gonna, we coming up with that. Look at the tape segment. Let's go. So, just to, just to piss people off. Yeah, J Street vibes, man. Once again, Kenny Caraway, Jason Jones. Y'all be good. You know the vibes, man. The vibes are not playoff vibes, but it's all good. It's all good. LBC, as I say, you know. <laughs> all right, y'all be good. We up out of here. Peace.